This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday, the 19th of August. In your sport today, Sydney will host the NRL Grand Final. The big guns return for the Matildas. The jewel in the pool is back. And a joke that might have missed the mark. This is your sport today. Sydney will host the NRL Grand Final this year after weeks of negotiations with the New South Wales government and a push from Queensland to pinch it at the last minute. Loose, how did we get here? So the Grand Final was played in Brisbane last year because of COVID restrictions, but it's all set to return to Sydney this year and stay there till 2042. The catch was the New South Wales government had to spend the leftover money from the abandoned core stadium redevelopment, which was worth about $300 million on upgrading suburban grounds in Sydney. But things went south when New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet said that money will instead be used to help flood victims. Australian Rugby League Commission Chairman Peter Volandi says he had a handshake deal with Perrottet and it's fair to say Volandi's wasn't happy. So for the past two and a bit weeks, the ARLC has been negotiating with the governments of New South Wales and Queensland and as of Wednesday night, Volandi said the grand final was likely to go back to Brisbane. But yesterday, Volandi said it was in the best interests of fans to have the grand final back in Sydney. So that's where it's heading. Yep, it's back in Sydney, but loose. it's only for one year at this stage and the grand final could be shopped around annually. Yeah, he said it might be a Super Bowl type deal like in the US where the NFL Grand Final, aka the Super Bowl, goes to a new city every year. Volandi says he hopes the ARL Commission would have an exclusive deal with New South Wales, but it's only a one year deal because the government hasn't agreed on funding the new stadiums and community assets. Cities like Brisbane, Perth and Auckland in New Zealand would all be strong contenders for future Grand Finals. Yep, they'd be in the running. But what we do know is the NRL Grand Final will be on Sunday, October 2 at a core stadium in Sydney. Last night, Penrith won last year's Grand Final rematch against South 22-20. It was a great game. Panthers forward Liam Martin bombed two tries, but made up for it by scoring the match winner with a few minutes left. And it means Penrith are this year's minor premiers. Sticking with Rugby League, the family of late former NRL player and coach Paul Green have chosen to donate his brain to science in the hope of saving lives in the future. Green's family made the donation to the Australian Sports Brain Bank, which researches the impacts of concussion on past athletes. Reports have confirmed Green took his own life at his home in Brisbane on Tuesday last week. Green's wife Amanda said, and here's her quote, We hope this donation will help us understand more about brain health and mental health and save lives in the future. Research has shown links between repetitive head impacts and CTE, the degenerative brain disease which includes depression, anxiety and suicidal thoughts and behaviour amongst its symptoms. Former NRL players Peter Sterling and James Graham have already pledged their brains to the sports brain bank when they pass on to help continue the research. The Australian Sports Brain Bank director Michael Buckland says the donation by Green's family will be an invaluable part of research into the long-term effects of repetitive head impacts in sport and elsewhere. 
We're only a couple of weeks away from the Matildas playing two friendlies against Olympic champions Canada. The Aussies have used plenty of players since Tokyo, but with the World Cup less than a year away, they're picking the big guns from now on. Yeah, and that means Sam Kerr is back as captain and so are key players Claire Polkinghorne, Alana Kennedy, Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford. The Matildas were beaten 7-0 by Spain in June, but that team was missing most of the first choice players. But with the World Cup around the corner, coach Tony Gustafsson says a line in the sand has been drawn and the squad is moving into the final phase of preparation. While there are some players still to come back into the squad, like Kaya Simon, Gustafsson says these players will make up most of the World Cup squad and it's going to be hard to get into the national team now. Well, we see how they go when they take on Canada, the number seven team in the world. The first match is at Suncorp Stadium on September 3 and then the new Allianz Stadium three days later. You can watch it all on Channel 10. Today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. How many players have represented the Matildas? There's a few here, Luce. Give us a clue. There's a few, but you only need to remember one number. Oh, that is a good clue. Okay, find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's go to the States now where NFL quarterback Deshaun Watson has been suspended 11 games and fined $7 million after more than two dozen sexual harassment claims by female massage therapists. Uh, Luce, big story in the US. Break this down for us. Watson was accused of sexual harassment by 25 female massage therapists from March 2020 to March 2021 while he was playing for the Houston Texans. All but one of the lawsuits has been settled. While Watson did not go to court on criminal charges, the NFL investigated the matter and an independent disciplinary officer suggested Brown should be suspended for six games for breaking the NFL's personal conduct policy. But the NFL wanted Watson suspended for for a year. Overnight, the NFL and the NFL Players Union agreed to an 11-game suspension and a fine of $7 million to be donated to charity. Watson initially said he had no regrets about what he did, but he since apologized for the impact he's caused on the women, although he still maintains his innocence. Yep, this has been a pretty massive story in the US, but now looks to be over. Watson has since been traded from the Texans to the Browns on the richest deal in league history, and his first game back will be against his old club, the Texans, in December. This morning in Sydney, the jewel in the pool returns. It's Australia and the US going head-to-head in all kinds of swimming events. Some you know, some you probably don't know. Luce, what can we expect? Expect... The unexpected is all I can say. (laughs) The jewel in the pool is back after seven years. It pits the best Aussie and American swimmers against each other. But this isn't like a traditional swimming meet. All the races except this morning's open swim relay at Bondi are indoors and most have a twist. There are broken freestyle races where longer races are broken up into parts and points are awarded. Mystery medley races where the order of strokes is determined randomly and for the first time at a major swimming event, there'll be a mixed para and able-bodied relay, which is two para and two able-bodied athletes from each gender swimming 50 metres each. Plenty to look forward to with the jewel in the pool. It starts today with the open water swim, but the indoor events start at 7pm at a Sydney Olympic Park Aquatic Centre tomorrow. You can watch it on 7+. 
One thing we didn't mention about the NRL grand final announcement was the joke by ARL Commission Chairman Peter Valandis that got it all started. It was a dig at the AFL and its CEO Gil McLaughlin, but this one might have missed the mark, Luz. So Valandis started the press conference by saying he'll keep it short and sweet. It all sounded serious when he said the negotiations have been extensive. But then he said, and here's his quote, they wanted to give it to a city that needs a major football event. And that's why we've gone with Melbourne. (laughs) Just kidding. Everyone in the room was a bit stunned and there were a few laughs, but it clearly rattled Valandis, who also said, Greetings, Gil, if you're watching. Belandis <laughs> has openly talked about why rugby league is a better game than Aussie rules, so now we'll have to wait and see if the AFL responds. What do you think, Luce? Did it land? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if I love it or hate it, but we'll let you make up your own mind. I've put a link to the video in the show notes so you can have a laugh or not. All right, time for catch this. This weekend, the NRLW competition returns. It starts on Saturday with Parramatta taking on the Roosters at Combank Stadium. Starts at 1 o'clock. All games will be on Foxtel and KO. Another big weekend of sport. The Tour of Spain also starts. Uh, Aussie Jai Hindley looking to become just the 11th person to win the Giro d'Italia and the Tour of Spain in the same year. All right, uh, before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. How many players have represented the Matildas? Luce, you gave us a very nice clue with this one. What's the answer? Yes, just need to remember one number and also Richie Benno's favourite number. Two, two, two. <laughs> 222. <laughs> Yep, 222 is correct. Julie Dolan is credited as being the number one player and Taylor Ray is number 222. All right, that is us done for this week on Sport Today. Have a great weekend watching as much sport as possible. Luce and I will be back with you on Monday. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you then.